Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted, with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi, Randy Goldstein, Casey. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting, Life Unscripted. I am so grateful to have you here this wonderful evening. We're going to talk about a subject that no one wants to broach other than what money is in your bank account, and that is the taboo of death and planning for the death of your loved one. And how do we go about easing that um, very uncomfortable subject? Because it's not only something that's going to happen to us, but it happens to the ones we love the most. And often we're not prepared for it when it comes about. So welcome to Savvy. Well, thank you for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. Yeah. So uh, tell me. Is tough. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about this fun subject. But you uh, own and operate a a funeral service. Uh, There's five generations of Goldstein. Uh, I'm not going to say the whole name because I'll totally screw it up. But share a little bit. Both signs is fine. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Share a little bit about your business, how you came to doing what you're doing and getting into the whole funeral industry. Well, in all honesty, I was literally born into it. My grandfather and my great uncle, who are brothers, were the original owners. So mm-hmm. it just kind of went down to my dad and my uncle, cousins on my other side. Um, and now there's eight of us running it now. And we are third, fourth, and fifth generation coming in. That's awesome. Now, I know yeah. for me, my, my dad owned a pastry shop, and we were not wanting to, other than eat it, we didn't want to be part of the making of it. Uh, was there any like, oh, I don't want to do this? Or are you kind of always like, hey, yeah, I could totally fall into this. Oh, uh, no. When I graduated high school, um, going to college, I lived at home. I didn't go away to school and I needed a job. So I started working as an admin for the for the funeral home. I never thought I would come in and be a funeral director. And then mm-hmm. the longer I worked there, uh, I liked what they did. I liked being able to help people and to guide them. And mm-hmm. um, 
I just decided to go for it. And after I graduated with a bachelor's degree, I went on to mortuary school and got licensed. Awesome. So. Now I know nothing about the industry. What does a funeral director do? I, I, I can imagine it's very service oriented, but what does it look well, like? Well, yeah. it, it, it varies from state to state. So I'll just base it on my state. So in Pennsylvania, in order to be a funeral director, you have to be licensed by national, you have to pass a national exam and a state exam. And we have to keep our credits up every two years, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we are able to meet with families, plan ahead for funerals, plan at need funerals when someone has already died. Mm-hmm. Um, we uh, also can go into the prep room and do work down there with the bodies. I'll just leave it at that. That's where the licensure comes in. But like, you can't discuss like finances or like cost or anything like that with a family, unless you're a licensed funeral director in the state of Pennsylvania. Wow. I didn't know that. Well, it it is important because as I said, just before we hit the go button, my mom died. I was not there as they were arranging the funeral. It was my sister who is in charge and getting probate and all that stuff. Um, And she was part of the will last will. Um, but it was a big, like she was overwhelmed. I could see she was like shocked. She had no idea about any of this stuff. What do I do? How do I go about this? And, and the process was really, really hard, but the people at the funeral home were very gracious and helping her as she told me, uh, afterward with going through the process. Um, but what should people know? Because we don't want to discuss it, but I think it's something that we should discuss before we get there with our loved ones while they're alive. Uh, what, what is your, some of your take on that or advice for people? Well, the way to look at what we call prearranging a funeral, which is doing mm-hmm. it prior to someone passes, is that it honestly is a gift to mm-hmm. your survivors. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's different ways of having it done. Some people come in like, you know, 50 years old and up and plan for themselves. They just want to get it done and know that their kids don't have to worry about it. Uh, Other people don't have anyone. So they get it done and make sure like, you know, executors appointed to handle everything or, you know, POA power of attorney. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you have people that are moving their aging parents or loved ones into a facility and they need to take care of the arrangements because a lot of the nursing homes and assisted livings want to know that things are, taken care of, especially when you're doing what's called the spend down theory for Medicaid, mm. where you have to spend down and make sure they want to know the funerals planned for. So, wow, I never thought about that. But you know, that is a big issue. And one that my mom said to me prior to her passing, she said, Oh, you know, I want to leave you all some, you know, something when I go, I'm like, don't worry about leaving us anything. If you could pay for the funeral, that'd be awesome. Because right. you know, I, I, I meant that very practically because I know the biggest stress is your loved ones passed on, you're sad and you're grieving, but now you're like, how do I pay for the cost of this funeral, which aren't usually that cheap? No, an average funeral is between like eight and $12,000. And what people don't understand is that doesn't include your clergy and it does not include your cemetery costs. Mm. They're total separate entities most of the time, a lot of the time, so I shouldn't say most of the time. Uh, cemetery property is expensive, but once you buy the property, there's other fees that people don't even realize. Like mm. you have to pay to open and close the grave. You wow. have to pay sometimes for a liner or a vault to go into the grave prior to the casket. You have to pay for a either headstone or foot marker or whatever the cemetery requires to mark the grave. They're all additional expenses. Yeah. So, you know, when people start the process, they really don't realize how involved it is. 
Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. I mean, I would probably suggest every alive person, whether you think you're going to die tomorrow or not, maybe just start thinking about setting it up for yourself. I know personally, I used to joke with my mom, you could dump me in the East River. That way, you know, it won't cost anything. She's like, yeah. And then a police car will roll up right behind that and I'll be arrested for, you know, murder. Right. Then you have like, a whole nother headache. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I, I really don't care how I go out if you want to cremate me or whatever. But let's say a family is um, running on low cost um, and they come in, they're like, whoa, I didn't know we don't have anything saved. What does that look like? How are you able to help them? Uh, you know, is there like, what does that look like? Um. There's a couple different ways. Uh, in our area, there's organizations that will help if they're really indigent and need stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you'd have to prove it. So yeah, one of the issues is just because the person who died didn't have anything doesn't mean the family doesn't. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there there's that issue. Um, yeah. There's ways to cut back, like don't put newspaper notices in, do it on our website for free. Mm-hmm. Don't use a... Um, don't have the limousines drive yourselves to the, the mm. funeral you pick a lesser expensive casket yeah. you know do it graveside rather than at the funeral home or at us mm. you know another place and then go to the cemetery there's a lot of options we yeah. work with families all the time and if there's really money problems like i said there's organizations in the philadelphia area that will help you and we'll put you in touch with them awesome now is cremating probably the the most inexpensive way uh, yes, but like because we're primarily a Jewish funeral home, we we help everyone, we deal with everyone. Uh, we don't have a high rate of cremation. We do it. We mm-hmm. we we absolutely handle it. It's becoming more and more popular. Mm-hmm. It's becoming popular for a couple of reasons. One, people don't live in the same area anymore. Like all the family doesn't live in one spot. Like we're mm-hmm. I'm a very odd family that we are all pretty local. Mm. Um, but you know, most people are transient and thanks to cell phones and zoom and everything else, you don't need to be next door to your family. You can contact them anytime you want. Um, costs is a factor, but there's options with cremation that people don't realize you can still have a service. You can even have the body present if you want, you know, there's a lot of different options. So, you know, a lot of what we do is educating people. Yeah. That, that I'm, I'm so happy you do that. And and I think that's what people don't realize. They wait until the moment it happens and they're like, ah, what do we do? And then they have wonderful people like you and the people um, at your funeral home that help them plan that. Now, I'm also wondering, um, how do you broach it? Because my husband's parents, we've tried to, t- they're older, much older, like 80s, near 90. And we're like, let's have that chat about when you're not here, what would you like, you know? And, and they're like, no, nah, no, nah, let's not go there. We don't want to talk about that will or burial or whatever. What's your suggestion to people about even broaching the topic with your loved ones? Um, one of the, one of the questions you can ask them is, um, which doesn't mean to make the arrangements, but just out of curiosity, do you own graves? Do you have burial mm-hmm. plots somewhere? Yeah. And if they say no, then you can say, well, have you thought about it? Where do you want to be buried? Then mm-hmm. at least you can get a gauge. Are they thinking burial? Or are they thinking cremation? At least mm-hmm. you can have an idea. And then if they'll take the ball rolling from that, then you can say, you know, if we do this ahead of time, it'll just, you get to choose what you want. We're yeah. not picking for you. We'll know your wishes. Exactly. Um, exactly. 
If yeah. they're really against it, there's pretty much nothing you can do unless you have to put them into some type of facility, then you're going to have to do it. But that mm -hmm. said, you need all their information, mm -hmm. not, not limiting, like you need their social security number, you wow. need copies of discharge papers if they're veterans. Mm. Um, you need to know their parents' names, including the mother's maiden name. This is all stuff that they ask for on a death certificate. Wow. Some of it can be put down as unknown, but if they're living, mm. you might want to start getting a history. You can also just ask the questions out of curiosity. Not so yeah. much the social security number, but you know, yeah. the rest. <laughs> yeah, they'd be like, I don't know about that. Yeah, but I like you say that instead of making let's talk about death today. No. And, um, and, you know, there's other things too, like, you know, you need to know what they have in mm -hmm. other words, not money amounts, but yeah. do they have all their bank accounts in one bank? Is mm -hmm. there life insurance? Do they own multiple properties? Are both their names on whatever, wherever they're living? Mm -hmm. Lease agreement, deed, whatever. Um, do they still own automobiles? Because um, you need a death certificate for everything mm -hmm. in order to take it out of their name. Yeah. It, so, it's, a, it's a difficult process. And they, they might even have to finish doing their taxes or something. There's yeah. right. And, and honestly, if that's another place, like the tax form would always have their, we always tell people look to see in their last tax return. That's where the social security number always is. You never have to worry about that. Yeah. But yeah. um, that's, but those are things like, you know, people don't think about and you need there's other mm -hmm. things too like clothing what do they want to be dressed in yeah you know, i'm not very good question i'm not super young but my kids know what i want to be dressed in like and i told them i'll come back and haunt them if they don't do it right so. you sound like my grandma my grandma's like i will haunt you you need to take them after the wake for a wonderful meal down at the irish pub i'm like like we care about eating and drinking after this. It's like, you better do it or I'm going to haunt yeah. you. And I'll, yeah, she, she, well, I being Jewish, you better have a good meal afterwards. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. all about the food. But, <laughs> um, but it's hard. It's, you know, it's not an easy subject to broach with aging parents. Mm -hmm. um, another way to bring it up is if you and your husband were to do it, let's say, mm -hmm. and say, hey, guess what we did? Mm. And that yeah. might, intrigue them or they'll just think you're totally insane and not still not want to do it like there's just some people out there that will never go for it because yeah. a lot of people feel like if you plan a funeral then you're jinxing it then mm. you're like which is really not true as we all know but yeah. people are very superstitious so they don't like to talk about something that's so awful because then it could happen yeah and the very idea it's so final because you know we all haven't died yet so it's scary. The idea for a lot of people, what's on the other side, I believe in God. So I'm not as scared, but some people will be like, I don't know what comes after. I think the lights go out and I'm just gone. And so it's a scary thought then to, to be broaching. I won't be here one day. And to, I to think talk it's, about also, it. it's also scary because you're kind of in the situation I'm in. My parents are still living. My kids mm -hmm. are adults. Mm -hmm. They're, you know, not in their thirties yet, but they're in their mid to late twenties mm -hmm. and they're, you know, moving on in their lives. And I, you know, like it, it kind of puts the realization that, wow, we're middle-aged, you know, like we're, <laughs> we're, we're there, you know, yeah. we got to think about stuff. And it's a scary thought because, you know, I mean, you lost your mom and I'm very sorry to hear that. Um, but like your husband still is his parents and you know, how much longer are we going to have them? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not, that's, that's a scary true. thought too. Like, you know, mm -hmm. the, you, you just never know when it's going to happen. 
You so. don't. And, you know, honestly, even for yourself, my friend went to Italy with her friends and there was a gal with her in her 30s, mid 30s, and she died on their trip, just had a heart attack. Didn't expect it. And so you never know when your last card's up either. Um, no. um, but I, we had a guest a long time ago, we even had an app. I, we, I'd have people would have to go look for it. But the app was really cool and that you could enter all the information in it and it would prompt you like like TurboTax what is your social security or where do you want to be buried? And so you would plug it all in there and then it would set up like a templated will for you. Um, it's kind of a, cert, a first start and then you could bring it to an attorney to get whatever. So I, I thought that was a cool idea. So that way you're not going, what do I need to know to get this rolling and get the car, right. the, the ball rolling. And yeah. if you do make the, eventually make your own prearrangements, you got to make sure family members knows that you did it. Mm-hmm. They're exactly. aware that they just have to make one phone call when the death occurs. Yeah. So, you know, that's an important thing too, but um, it is, it's, it's funny. It's 2023 and it's still such a taboo subject. Yeah. Right. I think money's right behind it, but it's probably in front of money and then money right behind it. Um, but another thing to think about, my friend said uh, there was this tradition, uh, I forget what country where you would go ahead of time and see what, if I were going to die today, what am I leaving my family with? Uh, and you kind of just go through your belongings every year or so and say, if I were to die today, what do they have to contend with? And you look at your stuff that way so that you realize I don't need this. I don't need that. So you get rid of it because you're looking at it through the eyes of, oh my gosh, I got to handle all this. And so you begin to kind of dissipate and get rid of the things you don't need ahead of time before you die. Yeah, interesting idea but you know we could go on uh longer but i don't want us, anyone to leave without finding out how they can find out more about you i know you have a couple um couple locations uh if they happen to be in one of your locations or uh want to find out more about you how can they do that um you can always reach us at on our website um it's goldsteins with an s funeral.com and we have um you can email us through our info at goldsteins funeral.com uh, our locations are in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Um, the other, other one is in Southampton, Pennsylvania, which is out in Bucks County, right outside the city. And we do have a third location called Roth Goldsteins down in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Mm, and awesome. um, you can always reach us via the phone. We always answer our phones. It's 215-927-5800. So. All right. Well, anyone listening in, if you happen to be going through or, you know, you want to take this down in the near future, if you think you might be needing their services, goldsteinsfuneral.com. And just think about what we've talked about today. It could help you in the near future. Uh, should you or your loved ones be going through this not fun subject, but we all have to deal with it. I have to thank you again so much for coming, Randy, and sharing your great wisdom today on Savvy Broadcasting. Well, thank you for having me. It was It was fun. Thank you. Like, subscribe, and share this episode. To listen to more savvy episodes and savvy biz tips, go to www.lifeunscriptedradio.com. To find out about our paid sponsorship opportunities or how to become a guest, email Christina at lifeunscriptedradio.com. Hold up. 
Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.